Welcome to the Simple Theologian Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Mike. And we are glad you are with us this week. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, those of you that... Somebody's watching already. Look at that. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Hey, uh, so, you know, you guys are going to want to start getting here right on time because the cool little countdown clock uh, is is pretty dope. And, uh, you know, it's got a good... (laughs) It's got a good beat, my friend. Um, so, uh, you guys uh, can leave us questions, comments in the uh, you know Facebook or Twitter, wherever it is that you're watching, and uh, you can just and we will be able to respond to those in the uh, in our chat here, which is pretty slick and nifty. amazing. Um, all on one screen, so Mike doesn't have to be. Uh, monitoring multiple screens and multiple browser tabs and like that a lot, all that kind of stuff. So we kind of, kind of loving, loving life there. Um, we are, uh, we are using a little bit different streaming software, uh, this time around. We, we've been on zoom the last number of, uh, go rounds this time. We are using a service called restream.io and, uh, you know, we'll see how see how it works, and hopefully, hopefully it works well. There's going to be a little bit of a delay uh, in pulling audio, just because we'll need to wait for the YouTube's to uh, uh, stop uh, processing it, and uh, and we'll we'll go from there. So, um, all right, well, let's uh, let's get rolling, shall we, my friend? Let's do it. All right. Um, Hey, so uh, this is the Simple Theologian podcast, and uh, while we shoot it live uh, on Facebook and on Twitter, uh, it also uh, ends up as as an audio podcast, and uh, that'll be that'll be coming out uh, shortly. But uh, uh, the other thing that that you can be a part of is. Uh, is down on tap and that is a live in-person conversation uh, that Mike and I host each week on Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. And uh, currently uh, they are, they're happening on the patio of our friend Dory. Uh, Her patio is epic and uh, it's got lights and it's pretty, it's pretty great. So it's kind of like an outdoor lounge, right? Um, Very, very much so. Yeah, so it's a good, good place to hang out and have conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Until so, yeah. it until it gets too cold, and then ah, we'll you, figure something out. But yeah, big baby, you're from you're from the UP. It doesn't. I ain't worry about cold. me. Doesn't get too cold for you until what? Like you know, ever January, ever, ever. You're still wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yep, pretty flip much. flops. So uh, this past week we had a great conversation about uh, social media and discourse and uh, it was a lot of fun. So we would, we would encourage you to come out uh, this coming Tuesday night. Our conversation uh, is going to be uh, about whether or not the United States should still have a president. And uh, our, our friend, friend of the show, the Todd is uh, <laughs> his eyes rolling even now as we've, as we state that, uh, but that's that's the topic uh, this week, and uh, so we hope to see you out Tuesday night, eight o'clock, and um, and be, it's a, gonna part be a good of one. That. It's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so we we in the past have tried our best to uh, recap those conversations here, um, but we're not going to do that anymore. 
uh, because you know the reality is is those are conversations that take place in a certain a certain place, certain time, that kind of thing. And man, y'all just need to come out and be a part of them because that's right because they're worth it. So and the cool the cool thing is is uh, Dory's patio uh, is big enough that if we had enough people show up, we could do two tables. Yes. Like two, uh, Two, two seatings, two groups. Yeah, really uh, easily. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, bring bring a cooler and uh, have a backup chair in your in your trunk just in case. But there's yep. plenty of seating. Uh, and, boy, it's just – it's it's absolutely fantastic. So, uh, so yeah, so 8 o'clock Tuesday nights. And who knows? Maybe, maybe as the weather starts getting a little bit cooler, maybe we'll see about starting just a little bit earlier and uh, – Knows, maybe, oh, maybe. Bit, maybe it'll be a little bit warmer. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so once the weather gets bad, though, we'll start figuring out what's what's next there. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this season on the Simple Theologian podcast, uh, we are talking about the church and the world, and um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what, how does we're, we're talking about, you know, how does how does the church function in the world? What's the role of the church in the world? Um, because there's there's a lot of confusion around that. There's a lot of confusion around uh, the the phrase uh, you know, separation of church and state, all that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of those conversations hinge on the fact that a lot of folks really just don't have a clear understanding of what the church is. They don't have a clear understanding of what the responsibility of the church is. They don't have a clear understanding of what uh, what's the different responsibilities that the church and state have, and um, so these are these are all things that uh, that we're going to try to address in the coming weeks. Uh, last week we we just kind of talked through um, you know how does how does one become a part of the church? What does it what does it mean to be a part of the church? Uh, was was kind of our conversation last week a little bit, so we'd encourage you to to go back check that out. Um, it was it was a really muddy conversation last week. It was muddy, the, and, the, and and sometimes that's that's the way it is. I mean there there are there are some conversations that can only be clarified so far. Yeah. Um. In 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 the time allotted. <laughs> right. Well, and, and mud, muddy isn't bad, right? Um, sometimes you need muddy. Yeah, and in uh, some topics, some topics are just harder than others, and I think I think that's I think that's one of those that's that's harder than others. But it's one of those that's worth having. It's one mm-hmm. of those that we absolutely have to have, and um, and we'll probably reference back to it. Oh, quite a bit. Uh, you know, yeah, more and more. So this week, though, uh, so if last week was was kind of the what, what is the church? Um, this week, uh, we're kind of asking the why question, mm-hmm. why, why the church? And, uh, you know, you can see that right there. Check that out on the screen. The question is always in front of you. So, uh, <laughs> as if you're watching it live, <laughs> um, so, so why, why the church? Why does, why does the church exist? Why did, um, as, as Mike and I, and, and, Christians around the world uh, believe uh, that you know why did why did Jesus come and save for himself a people? Um, what 
why why have this why have this body politic so to speak um you know why why do we need it uh why why does it exist in the world uh as opposed to just simply some uh you know just a collection there's something more to it than just a collection of individuals so so why and uh so so mike what what are some of your what are your, some some of your initial thoughts as to the the why of the of the church? Um, it really comes down to me like uh, uh, really three words: salt and light. Okay. Um, I think uh, I think I think why the church, why we are uh, here, is is to be salt and light. The 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 purpose of us. Uh, in the world is to to shed to shed light in the dark places uh, to help people um, to see uh, the greater truths uh, and to and to draw out uh, the flavor of of the universe around us. I guess. Yeah. Um, there's uh, there. <sighs> I mean, there are there are very uh, much more churchy theological ways we can we can say these things, right? We're we're here to, uh, as as the church, we're commanded to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, uh, teaching them to obey, obey all the things uh, that Christ has commanded us, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Um, so there's that kind of purpose, but I think overall. It, it boils down to uh, light uh, standing against the darkness uh, and salt uh, drawing out, um, drawing out the goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so I, I, I do think it's funny. You kind of sort of kind of dismiss, you know, Jesus's words. Uh, I'm not. I'm not just missing <laughs> with them. the it's, great it's, that, that I, I had to giggle a little bit. It, Jesus also said salt and light. Just he, he so, did. so he we're did. so we're being clear here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I was I was more taking it from a uh, uh, from a bigger. Uh, I don't want to say bigger picture. You're just gonna nail me on that anyway. I, I know. It's just so. Easy. I'm just. I'm just gonna stop. Gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It is funny, right? Um, but. You know, I think I really, I really like the, the salt and light. Um, you know, Jesus was probably onto something. Um, uh, when he was, <laughs> maybe, maybe Jesus was onto something. He might have been onto something with the whole salt and light thing. Um, so, so let's talk first about the. Uh, let's talk first about the the salt aspect. Um, uh-huh. And and I like the way you put that. I like how you. Uh, described that as as pulling out the good in the world, um, and you know, and that's and that's what salt does, right? I mean, salt salt when it's rightly applied to food draws out flavors. It draws right. out what makes what makes things uh, better, what makes things more kind of more delicioso, uh, so to speak, and. Um, and so how, how do you see the church? How do you see the church doing that? In what, in what ways 
do you think the church is supposed to uh, to bring out to bring out the good? Uh, well, uh, a, a good chunk of it is by being the good. Um, but but also uh, pointing it out um, by by looking at the world around us and pointing uh, at the uh, quote and song lyrics here, but uh, pointing at the fingerprints of God uh, in the world around us, letting people uh, see that taste that, that, that maybe they hadn't seen before. Yeah. It's, it's not so much like, I mean, salt, you know, you know, you sprinkle it here and there, you sprinkle it on the, on the different places and maybe that's part of it. Um, so the church as salt should be sprinkled in everywhere to kind of point out those things and pull out that, that goodness. Um, so it's not just the, the church as a conglomeration, uh, where we meet in a building and that's our thing. Um, but as sprinkled throughout all of, all of, all of the world, all of life, um, to point, to point to those things. Um, I, I think that's, that's where a good, good degree of the saltiness comes in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, it's, it strikes me that, that for a lot of folks, uh, for, for, uh, maybe a lot of time here in the in the, in the, in America, um, the uh, the church has by and large been kind of seen and understood almost as the cosmic killjoy. Yeah, right. Like we're we're the ones out there saying, no, 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 don't do this. That's bad. No, 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 no. Shaking, kind of the finger finger wagging school marm of yeah. of culture, right? Um, and uh, I don't know if you remember, there's this great scene in the movie Amistad and uh, where... I'm not uh, sure I'm familiar with that movie. What? You haven't seen Amistad? You you left me speechless. I, I, I'm not familiar with that title. Oh my gosh, man. You, you really need to... Uh, yeah, you need, you need to go see it, man. You need to, you need to, you need to grab it because it's it's excellent. Um, so basically it's about a slave ship, uh, that, that comes into Harbor and, uh, and there's this kind of dispute over, and I don't remember the exact details cause it's been a minute since I've seen it, um, over who the owners are and, and who's, who the slaves belong to and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, uh, you have, you know, John Adams, uh, you know, basically arguing for their freedom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it's, uh, so it's so interesting, um, because these slaves are, are held in, you know, they're held in, held basically in prison and, uh, you know, and, and as they're sitting there, uh, there are these, these Christians that would, that would come they, and they would be all dressed in black <laughs> and, and they just looked absolutely miserable, like just horribly miserable. They were, they were sad and they were, they were heartbroken, all this stuff. And they, um, and they give, they give the slaves a, a Bible, 
uh, an illustrated Bible. It has, you know, it has the, the pictures in it. Right. And so they're going through and in uh, in the, the one character is going through, he's looking through the Bible and he's, and he's piecing together the story of scripture from these pictures. And, and there's this great moment where he's like, surely these people can't believe in this because he's looking at kind of the picture of Christ's resurrection and this like, like the beauty of it and the joy of it and that kind of thing. And he's like, certainly they can't believe in this or they wouldn't be so sad. Right. You know, no, that's very true. And and that's, but that's kind of this, this image that we have of, I think that's the image that, that Christians push out so much is this, this idea that um, to really be faithful to God, to be faithful to Jesus, you, you have to be, some sort of some sort of killjoy uh, where you don't have fun, you don't laugh, you're you're avoiding um, you're avoiding so many things that the ability to to have joy, the ability to have happiness, is is something that that's just not allowed to the Christian. Yeah, um, and, and they want to stop everybody else from from having that as well. If you remember uh, a few years back, a book came out uh, based on a. a, a Barnum research study or something called unchristian mm-hmm. um, that really pointed out that that Christians today by and large are known by what they're against not what they're for and and really um, what it is uh, to be salt uh, is is not so much about saying oh I'm against that but but helping helping to figure out what uh, what is what is the joy in your life? Yeah. Uh, what is the joy in another person's life, and 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 indeed in our own lives, uh, and accentuating that 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 joy, that that resurrection, that that redemption, all of all of those things that that talk about, um, uh, or that that bring us to a point of of reconciliation with God, of understanding our our position as children of God um, is not something to mourn. Uh, it's something yeah. to celebrate. Well, and and it is it, it. There is no mistake that margaritas are served with salt on the rim. Um, <laughs> right. We, we are as, the flavor, as, as the church. We're supposed to be the salt on the rim. That's right. That's right. Well, and, I, and that's going to preach one of these days. That is that is going to preach. One I, I have to write that down. You should, yes, do just, it. <laughs> but it's, it's so interesting, isn't it? That you know, the one that we claim to follow says, "I came that they might have life and might have it to the full, or have it abundantly." You know that there is um, this this one that this 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 one that we claim to follow. You know partied so much that people called him a drunk. He ate so much uh, that they called him a glutton, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and it's like, you know, what is it? And it just begs the question, what does it mean to live life to the full? What does it mean to, um, you know, to, to really, to really go that route? And I think, and I think what what living life to the full really looks like is 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 that we are supposed to be the ones that are able to model and invite others into human flourishing, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and because I think, I think as we start talking about resurrection, I think as we start talking about, um, you know, what does it look like for us to live resurrection lives? What does it look like for us to, uh, to live lives of, of joyful exuberance? What does it look like for us to, to be the ones that are helping to bring life into the world? It's, it's us inviting people into flourishing because this is, you know, I think this is a big part of what it means for us to be reconciled to God, to live reconciled lives is is to really begin to live life as as we ought to have to be living, right? Like we're living out that, that image of God more clearly, more fully, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and so we have to, and so if we're going to be those kinds of people, then we're going to be a people that are, are ultimately marked by joy. We're going to be a people that, um, that are pointing and inviting others into, into this kind of flourishing life. Um, and that's, and I think that's way more important than, uh, the list of do's and don'ts and that kind of things that I think so oftentimes, uh, we kind of get late, you know, Christians get labeled as. Yeah, uh, there is there is more than enough uh, uh, scripture to go around about about Christian liberty, right? About uh, um, uh, to 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 want it's sin, to want it's not. Some things I have liberty. It's about it's about not causing um, people to stumble yeah. um, when we when we enter into those. Uh, those kinds of things, and, and I'm and I'm probably skewing more over to Bianca's comment because uh, she she says uh, she says you know that we got this. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's pull it up here on the screen, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, we get some of it. But so why don't you let so, me read it, um, and then because I think it'll be great to answer this, and then uh, maybe transition to the to the, to the light part of things. She says, uh, "How do we shake the perception of the wagging finger and cosmic killjoy?" Uh, Christians are called to be in the world among people, but when we don't engage in, in behaviors we shouldn't, sometimes it seems that folks think we're judging them just because we're not participating. So, yeah. th- so how so, how do you respond to that? So, okay, so so I, I, I I'm still going to groove on this uh, salt on the rim of the margarita thing, but it. um, it is it is the perception that's out there is out there. We cannot change um a global perception as individuals um it's it's tough to do and we talked last week about how we uh have to distance ourselves sometimes from folks who try and carry the name of christ but have no christ likeness in them Mm. um the the way i work to shake that perception is is by being the salt and light in the world by by doing that by uh when when people presume um i'm going to respond one way uh, simply because uh they it happens to be a day i'm wearing the collar they know i'm a pastor um i i do my best to to respond in the most loving compassionate drawing out of of goodness of things as i can um we have uh, uh a renter uh, using part of the building at St. Matthew's, who's uh, having a, a tough time, and and wrote uh, an email asking if there is any way they could get a rent reduction. 
Um, it was, and it, and I could tell it was a painful email to write. Right. Um, and I said, sure, you know, let me talk to some folks and, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, and I, and I went and I had a conversation with this person after we had discussed some things and, and, sh and she was fully expecting, uh, us to come and say, no, you can't be here anymore. Right, right, right. Really, we said, here's here's what we think we can do. This this is what makes sense, uh, and if that doesn't make sense, we can do something different, uh, and we can we can figure this out. And uh, but we're really mostly concerned about you. Uh, we're not concerned about the money you're putting into the rent. We're concerned about you, your health, your business, your you know, um, and and I think that that took her by surprise yeah. um, when. Uh, when we can uh, help draw the the best out of people, um, that goodness, the 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 best that they they can be, when we help lift people up that way, I think we shake that perception. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, uh, you and I, Dan, we we know each other. We're friends. If you do something that that uh, I think is is wrong or inappropriate or unchristlike, or or I do something. Uh, I expect. Well, let's be honest, I, it's usually me. Yeah, I, but, I, but I expect we're going to have we're, we can have a conversation. We yeah, can talk absolutely. about it, uh, and and not uh, and not get in a fight about it, and not yeah. feel like we're being judged by the other because yeah. there's relationship there. So it has to start with a relationship um, to people. If I uh, but but Bianca, to your point, if I go. Uh, if I go to a to a doubt on tap, and I have decided that uh, I'm not going to consume alcohol uh, for the uh, for the month of October, which isn't going to happen, but you know, let's say that I did. Uh, it, I would, and people thought wanted to know why was I was I uh, judging them. I I just be honest. No, I just need a break. You you know, you do you. And um, I think, and I think, you know, to, to the question that Bianca asked too about how do we, how do we shake the perception of the wagging finger and the cosmic killjoy, um, by when people are participating in things that we're not comfortable with, um, I, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with our posture, right? I think a lot of it has to do with the tone that we take, uh, when, when we're engaged with that question, um, you know, and, you know, we we live we live in a, in an interesting time where there is a there is a little more um, and there's a little more acceptance to to people being a little bit different and um, sure. and so to simply say you know to be able to simply say something along the lines of I've decided that for me this isn't something that I'm going that I'm that I'm participating in and. And, 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 if, and if someone takes that as, as you judging them, you don't have a lot of control over that. If if you come back and say, I'm not doing this because it's sinful and I think that people who participate in it are going to hell. Okay, well, that's a different story. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and this goes back to kind of what you were talking about before, Mike, a little bit about the uh, – you know, we have to, we have to be aware of our own of our own consciences. We have to, we and we have to kind of ask the question that Paul does in in Corinthians of you know, are you doing it in faith, and are you are you able to do this this thing with a clear conscience before before God? And um, 
and if you are, then uh, then you know, I'm I I'm going to be quiet about it. It doesn't mean doesn't mean that I have to to have this posture of judgment towards you, even though I might think something that that you're doing isn't isn't what I would do, right? And, 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 and to be that. honest, to be honest, the only reason I'm and, and and really I can only speak for me, right? Yeah. But the only reason that I'm gonna have that conversation hypothetically with you or, or with somebody else is if I think that that behavior is is harming them or harming somebody yeah. else yeah. Um, or harming their relationship with God. If if I if I see those kinds of markers, uh, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call have that a conversation up. because yeah. because at the end of the day, it really comes down to human flourishing and, and yeah. how do we how do we invite people into that. And uh, over on Twitter, um, I'm not even going to tr try to pronounce your, your name, uh, Mal. Uh, I'm just going to go with the short version of, of – looks, like, uh, looks like Malak or Malak. Um, uh, so is the modern church culture help, helping or hurting people as they pursue God? Um, that's a great question, and I think it's one that uh, I, I wish was easy to answer. Uh, but I, I think some, some churches – have a culture uh, that are helping people. Um, and I think some, some churches have a culture that are, that are hurting people's pursuit. And, and uh, you know, I think a lot of that comes back to uh, some of this question of, of what does it mean to, for us to help people uh, pursue flir human flourishing? How, are we helping people live life to the full? Um, and, and so if we are creating in our, in our, uh, congregations, uh, cultures of grace and mercy and truth, uh, then I think we're helping. Uh, but if we are creating cultures of shame and guilt, then, uh, then I think, I think we're, we're hurting. And I think at that point we, we have, we have ceased to be salt or we have become salt that has lost its saltiness because we're no longer going to be uh, doing the thing, uh, that, that we're called to do as far as helping people flourish in their lives. It, and there's a reality too right now that we are we are in the midst of of what I can only assume is going to be one of the greatest cultural shifts in the church uh, in a long time. Um, Pre-COVID, I I would probably say yeah, a lot of modern church culture um, is 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 more harmful than it should be. Um, uh, but in in this in this now this this pandemic time and as we go into hopefully eventually a post covid uh world down the road uh i it, it's it's my it's my hope that we're all we're all thinking about things a little differently yeah um about uh the culture we create i don't i don't think um going forward there's going to be a congregation that doesn't have uh uh in case of pandemic plan. Right. Um, I don't think I, I don't, I can tell you right now, there's not going to be a time uh, when worship is happening in person. And I have, I just have a head cold uh, that I'm going to uh, not be wearing a mask. Sure. Um, you know, e even over those little, little things to be considerate of other people. Um, and, and, and right now, um, both of my, uh, church buildings have been closed for six months. Um, but the church is still the church. The yeah. church is still, uh, engaging in ministry, but it's engaging in ministry in different ways. In right. ways. And, and it's being forced to think outside the box, uh, to the point, 
um, you know, I know one congregation, not one of mine, but one that was was uh, actually voiced being scared uh, that uh, what if people realize we don't really need the building? <laughs> <laughs> Halle frickin' Luya is what I say to that. No doubt. No um, doubt. Yeah, because, man. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so yeah, uh, it, it, culture is changing right now. Um, and, and I think as it does, we're gonna, we're gonna see some, some better and hopefully more healthy, uh, expressions of the church Absolutely. coming forward. Absolutely. So, so if on the one hand we are called to be, uh, to be light or uh, to be salt, bringing out the goodness, uh, in, in the world, on, on the other hand, then we're also called to be light, uh, standing against the darkness. And, uh, and, and so, Mike, you know, as you think about that, as you think about that context, that idea of of being uh, being light standing against the darkness, what is it that um, what, what what goes through your mind when when you when you say that? Um, so, if salt is pulling out the good, lalt, lalt, salt, salt, um, salt, salt is pulling out the good. Light is revealing the bad. Um, uh, or, or at least helping us to see where the darkness is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, so this is, this is, I think where uh, we come into this idea of um, church and state, right? Uh, okay. When we're, when we're in our, in our, in the United States of America, in a representative democracy, um, uh, well, in, in, in all sorts of governments, uh, the church isn't there to seek its own. The church is there to point the light and say, uh, either either uh, be the salt and say, hey, this is really good what's going on here. Let's draw that out. Uh, yeah. Or to be the light and shine the light and say, hey, this we shouldn't be doing. This uh, uh, is not something that is, that is going to, to, uh, be good for people in the long run. This is not something that's going to, uh, uh, bring about, uh, the kingdom of God as we, as, as, as we're, as we're seeking to build it. Um, I, I think, uh, light, light can point out truths, light can point out, um, the, the evil that is around us, um, uh, and help us uh, to to focus, um, to focus on those things, uh, and not from a, a, a not from a partisan way. Uh, I think for too many people, uh, the Bible and the Constitution are are too synonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for us, and, and I know we've had this conversation before. Um, I want to I want to point the light on uh, kids separated from their parents, forced to live in camps at the border. That's that's evil, right? Uh, that's evil, and it needs to stop. Um, I don't care whose fault it is that it's there. It, it, it you know there are stories that it was policies set up under the Obama presidency. Fine, stop it. <laughs> um, it, it. It's not about it, it's not about throwing blame for me. Um, uh, it, it, it's not about a political agenda. It's about a, this is wrong. Um, the, the, the treatment of certain sections of the population, uh, minorities and, and others is, 
uh, wrong. It's not a political issue. It's a right and wrong issue. Um, and so, so as we point those things, I don't care who the president is. I don't care who uh, is in Congress. This is a wrong, and the and the church as a light um, is there to point it out. Yeah. Uh, and also to be to be a, a a place to gather around. Right. Uh, when when times get dark, when when uh, when evil seems to be all around, we gather around the light. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I think. You know, I think you, you, you hit on a couple of things, right? Um, and uh, and so often, as I think about the role of the church uh, in the world, uh, along with along with being that that agent that that is supposed to show, point, display uh, what human flourishing looks like, and how we're supposed to, you know, how we can actually do that. Um, I also think of of the role, part of the role of the church being. Uh, being the moral compass um, of in, in the world, right? Like we, we ought to be uh, the ones, as you said, who who shine light in the darkness. When when there's when there's darkness, we should be the ones that are that are point shining the light to that, saying, "Hey, hey, um, you know, there's a problem over here, and uh, we need to address this." Uh, but not just, but not just pointing a finger and saying, "Go, someone needs to go fix that." I think, as the church being the light, we we need to take the light to those dark places and get oh, in, in in the midst of those dark places, and, and really be the ones that um, that aren't we're not, that we're not waiting for we're not waiting for anybody else to go fix it. That that we we need to go fix it. And no, the, the the light in the darkness is that that we hold is also the light by which we take aim, mm-hmm. um, to go and 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 for for lack of a better word, battle uh, that evil. Um, it, it's not it's not enough. You're right. It's not enough to point the light at kids in cages on the border uh, and say stop that. Um, we we do everything within our uh, our power to end it. Right. Um, to 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 make it not be, and that's that's voting, and that's petitions, and that, and you know, um, and and in, and in some cases, I'm sure there's uh, things that would be considered illegal activity happening to try and end that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but yeah, we we it, it's not just about shining the light. Um, it's it's about. Uh, going into those dark places, bringing the light, and and yeah, because make, make uh, a difference. Because the and I think this is where a lot of the a lot of the confusion for folks begins to begins to happen, right? Um, because uh, you know, it, it often sometimes as I, as I have this conversation with with friends, they'll say, "Well, so you, well, you don't, you don't think that." Um, that we should have gone into World War II and and fought fought the Nazis or or that kind of thing, and it's like the the state has a responsibility and the church has a responsibility, and the church's responsibility is is not to wage physical war. The the church's responsibility is not to commit violence. Uh, the the church's responsibility is to look in those places and 
and, and to and to make peace. The church's responsibility is to look in places and try to figure out how do we how do we shed light in in the darkness. Um, so when we see when we see um, you know when we see evil, when we see pain, when we see violence, when we see all these things, uh, <laughs> we, we have to, we have to speak into it and, and, and try to shed light on, on that reality. Um, and, and it is, and it is oftentimes going to bring the church into conflict with, with the state. You know, it's, you look, you know, Jesus, Jesus didn't get, didn't just get crucified. He didn't get crucified because he was a nice guy that kept his head down and um, and fed some people. Like that's that that's not it. Jesus Jesus showed the world a different way to live. And when you show the world a different way to live, when you challenge the the power structures, when you challenge the way uh, to to live life to the full, that is oftentimes going to bring you in direct conflict uh, with with the powers of this world. Right. And, and when you do, it, it can get, it can get hard. And so for us to shine, for us to be light means that there are going to, there are going to be times we come into conflict uh, with, with the darkness. We're going to come in contact, come in conflict with, with the powers. And, and we may, we may agree with the powers on a lot of things. We may see a lot of good, um, but at the same time, uh, we have we have to press into those places uh, where where we see injustice, where where we see the darkness beginning to grow, and and we we have a responsibility uh, to to speak into those areas, and yeah. and that's that's hard, and that's that's not easy. It, it's hard. It's not easy, and. When we do that, uh, if if we can get to a point where we do that consistently, um, Christians no longer get looked at as a voting block, mm. um, which is which is by and large what we are now. We 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 see that politicians try to placate and make us happy and say the right words so that we vote their way, right? Um, as opposed to affecting actual. Uh, change actual uh, things getting better. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think I think why why the church man. I, I think that summary, uh, salt and light. You know, show show the world what it looks like um, to to live and engage in human flourishing, and, and then on the other hand, uh, to challenge to challenge the powers to to bring to try to bring about justice in in a dark in a dark and broken world. And, yeah. uh, you know, if, if we are, if we're doing those, those two things, uh, I think, I think in a lot of ways we're going to represent Jesus really well. Yeah. Um, and, and yet wrapped around all of that is, I think, I think the, the thing that, that, that we have to put those, both those things into context is, um, is that we ultimately are supposed to be a people who, you know, are who love God and and who love our neighbor. Absolutely. And, you know, and those, and I think, I think 
if we're pursuing those things, then the salt and light comes along with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and so just, just, just by loving God and loving neighbor, um, you, you become a subversive force, uh, in, in this world. And, uh, be, because loving, especially loving your neighbor is, uh, is, is not, not the normal way of doing things, uh, in, for the world that, that we live in. Toss, toss in loving your enemy on top of that. And whoo, baby. Well, and, and, you know, we were talking about this the other day and, and my, my wife made a great point. She was like, you know, the reality is, is that our, our enemies are our neighbors. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? And so the love your neighbor thing is inclusive of, of love your enemy. Um, because, yeah. you know, in the story of the good Samaritan, right. The Samaritan was the enemy. He was the neighbor, but he was the enemy. There's a reason why those guys at the end of that parable wouldn't say, uh, you know, wouldn't say the Samaritan was the good guy. The the one who showed him mercy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so often, um, so I think think Jesus was pretty, pretty wise with the, with the neighbor talk because the neighbor uh, is so inclusive and it's, it's so, it's so big and uh, includes, includes our enemies. Uh, yeah. We just we just need to be intentional about that because it's real easy to to not love them. Um, yeah. So so, so I I want to give I, I had an example pop in my mind of somebody being salt uh, yeah. in 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 my life. Uh, one of my one of my dear friends is a pastor uh, in uh, Royal Oak, and and I, I've been thinking about why why we're such good friends. Why I want why I always want to spend time around him. Um, and, and he's got, you know, he tells great stories and he's just a a warm and affable dude. But one of the thing he, one of the things he does, um, is, is he listens and he encourages. So he'll like, he'll ask, uh, so what's the word, man? What's going on with you? Um, what, what are you really passionate about right now? What's your heart telling you? Uh, and then, and he draws that out. And yeah. then, and then he encourages. He says, "You should, you should look into that. You should really go do that. You should. Uh, uh, here's a number for somebody, you know." Um, and that's it, it's one of those conversations that that uh, he makes. He makes it not about him. Hmm. Um, and that's and that's an amazing thing. It's an amazing cool. way to draw to draw out to be salt to find that good to help people figure out uh, what it is that. that that they're passionate about and need to be doing in this yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing too about salt and light, right? Is, um, you don't necessarily, you don't eat a dish and go, man, that's salt. Ooh, <laughs> it's so good. It, you know, and, and you don't, you don't walk into a room and look around and see the beauty of the room that's illuminated by the light in the corner and go, wow, that light bulb. Right. right. Man, it, no, you, you see, you know, it's, to, to be salt and light is, is to make, is to make the, the others more. And it's about melting into the background. Yep. Yep. So good stuff. All right. Um, Hey guys, uh, thanks for being with us this week. We appreciate the the questions and the comments. Uh, You can um, find the simple theologian podcast anywhere that uh, you find podcasts and you can, 
our whole back catalog is there. So feel free to go back and listen to some of the early podcasts that really, really sucked. Not super and early ones though. Stay away from those. They were really bad. And uh, the ones in the middle were slightly better and the recent ones are okay, but you know, they're still not great. <laughs> so, <laughs> how's that for a sales job? Um, but, we suck. Uh, we suck slightly less these days. We do suck slightly less these days. And uh, oh. but thanks, thanks for being with us. We'll be back next Friday, and uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and uh, Mike, where can where can people connect with you? Uh, at Rev Mike UMC on Twitter. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Rev Mike UMC. Um, you can find me on uh, uh, YouTube. My YouTube channel is bit.ly forward slash uh, the revs, capital T, capital R. Uh, pretty much anywhere. There you go. There you go. The easiest way to connect with me, guys, is on Twitter at Daniel M. Rose. Uh, and uh, you can always follow along uh, with anything that I am uh, publishing over at DanielMRose.com. You can subscribe for free, super easy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, comes right into your inbox. And this week I just started uh, doing something I'm calling knee jerk devotionals. I uh, saw that. So uh, that's, that's been, that's been, it's, you know, I've done it three days now. I think it may become a, a really good little habit for me. That's good. And um, yeah, good exercise. You want to talk, so, you you talk about habit? Uh, my, my, my wife, who's also a pastor and I, at the beginning of uh, COVID started doing a, a Monday through Friday devotional live stream at 10 yeah. a.m. Uh, today was episode 125. Nice. Very good. So, well done. Uh, and you can, you can find that on uh, facebook.com. Uh, I think it's the revs UMC. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Well, uh, guys, uh, until next week, I'm Dan. I'm Mike. We are. The Simple Theologians. Theologians. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> we just got to stop. <laughs> <laughs>